Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Toss the Rock podcast. I know, I know. You see our faces is what we look like. And again, I know it's been a while, but that's because we were setting up this face cams. Also, YouTube channel. We're expanding, making moves, big moves here. So today, this is me, Steven. Hello. Kevin, give a wave. Hey, what's up? And Chris, give a wave. Good boys. This is the boys. This is the host. So today, coming back on the comeback tour, we're giving uh, NFL midseason awards. Midseason hit, I think week 10 just ended. We got the awards. So Kevin's got all the awards lined up. Let's start from the top of the list, and let's give our awards. So I'm going to list each category, give a couple nominees, and then we'll each uh, take a pick on who we got. First category, MVP. The nominees are Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes. Who do you guys got? This one just got recently just got very interesting. It's gotten very interesting. I'd say earlier in the league or earlier in the season, I was locked in on Russell Wilson. Yeah. Now I must say it's gotten a lot closer. And I might just have to give my award to Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray wins my MVP award for the midseason. That midseason. Midseason. That's all. All right. I'm I'm gonna have to give this one to uh the boy Patrick Mahomes for sure. I think I think he's shown, you know, they've been having a nice record, and I think he's been doing great keeping control of the ball. So I definitely have to go with Patrick Mahomes for the award there. Yeah, I was thinking the same as uh Stove on this one earlier on in the year. Uh definitely Russell. Have him on my fantasy team. Thought he was a lock thirty a game, but um thrown a lot of picks recently, fumbled a lot too. And yeah, I also will pick Kyler Murray. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like Kyler's getting rushing touchdowns. Just made and, the, like that play. Best, just, best play of the year. He made the best play of the yeah, year. Seriously. Uh, yeah, he's putting up all the highlights and he's getting all the big numbers. Uh, I hope. I, like, look, I want Russell Wilson to win this award. He he deserves an MVP award for his career. Yeah. I hope this is the year, but he's he's, he's losing. Just so <laughs> he, he's losing. He's yeah. losing. <laughs> seriously. All right, we got a little. Uh, little trick play here uh rocky balboa award <laughs> i don't know if you guys saw this or not but we're gonna go with javon wims yes yes astounding <laughs> yes javon wims congratulations seriously that's a he's got great technique you know, he, just, win, so. he just comes but, out he's the only nominee on that one so yeah he's good yeah beautiful boxer <laughs> um next we'll move on the forrest gump award so that's just best running back so far. Um, the candidates are Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and James Robinson. James Robinson's flown under the radar. Um, For sure. But, I mean, I think this one's pretty obvious. I think this one might be unanimous. Dalvin Cook has been taking the league by storm without Christian McCaffrey. I will say this. Christian McCaffrey has been hurt. This like entire season, pretty much. If he was playing this entire year, it would, I, I guarantee it would easily be him. Because in the oh, game, three games he's played, three games he's played, he's been insane. Yeah, but I don't think you can say you can't say he would have matched what um, Cook's done this year, though. All right, ready? Three games. So I have him on my fantasy team, so I I, I remember this. Yeah. He had two touchdowns, two touchdowns, one touchdown, 
and one touchdown because he got hurt in four. So he's had five touchdowns in three total games. Fantasy-wise, he's been RB25 throughout the entire year, playing three games. Three games. No, yeah, it's, it's definitely an argument to be made. Dude, he had 10 receptions in the last game he played. You can't say. You just can't. You have no clue. Like, you know, you're just guessing. I, all right, yeah, fair enough. But if I had to make an assumption, I think I would pick. I, based on what we've seen, he's been absolutely. I think it would be a close, a close call between those two, probably. But all right. I assume. Yeah, I'm going with Dalvin Cook 100% too. Obviously, fantasy monster, as Steven said. Been eating, you know, racking up touchdowns. I think, honestly, Derrick Henry there for a little bit looked nice. He was destroying for a period there, but I think yeah. Dalvin Cook 100%. Yeah. I think we'll see Derrick Henry better by playoff time if the Titans make True. the playoffs. It's very close. True. Well, he did have that play on Josh Norman, though, which was just amazing. But. That was a lot. <laughs> um, so, next, uh, another curveball here, the Donkey Kong Award. Mm. Uh, you guys already – it might have come to your head already, but uh, DK Metcalf. Yes. DK Metcalf, congratulations. <laughs> you uh, win the Donkey Kong Award. Looks kind of like a full – Gorilla, so he's yeah, built like moving on to <laughs> the Moss Award. So, best wide receiver so far. Uh, the options DK Metcalf again, Stefan Diggs, and Devontae Adams. Who was the first one? Repeat that, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. So I'm inclined to say Stefan Diggs because he's on my fantasy team and because he's leading the league in receiving yards. But all things considered, I Chris, you go first. I'm taking Stefan Diggs on this. I know, I know, it might feel hype to go with the D Hop, obviously with this recent, but I don't know. I still, I still think over the course of the season, Stefan Diggs and uh, Josh Allen have had a better connection with that. I love to hear that. I love to hear it. I like his playmaking ability. I like it. I, I mean, I love to hear it, but, you know, I got to be unbiased. I think I'm rolling with Devontae Adams. He's been so consistent with touchdowns. He's been getting – I think he's got a touchdown, like, in the past five straight games or something. I don't know. I could be wrong. I I'm not 100% sure on that. But I know he's gotten a ton of touchdowns. Um, and yards have been there. Receptions have been there. Him and Rodgers are just clicking on all cylinders. Um, so, yeah. Giving it, giving it. Yeah. I'm actually going to agree with Stove rare occurrence but you know Devontae Adams yeah I, I don't exactly know the stats but past couple of weeks he's had I would say like five or six touchdowns there's a couple of weeks he had two or three so yeah yep yeah. but yo Hopkins in my opinion is right there he's right there um yeah again I'm, I'm not sure what the stats are exactly but I, you know honestly I think it's just recency bias like yeah, I just saw that big play he made yeah, and I'm, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly um, next category, lockbox award. So this is, I guess, corners, what were we saying? Yeah. Yep. Um, so we got Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, JC Jackson, and Lattimore. Who you guys got? Chris, you go first. This might be biased from tuning into the Pats games, but 100% JC Jackson. Five interceptions in a row in these straight games. One interception, at least in these games. 100% taking J.C. Jackson. I don't know. I feel like he's been nice, stepped into that role for Gilmore, bro. It's been nice to see. He's been dominating, I think. So, I think it's going to be dangerous for teams when Gilmore gets back, too. 
that's that's a that's a hard hard team to throw at for sure no yeah. matter what team you're going up against so yeah, sure. jc jackson for me yeah um oh i'm like uh, i'm lingering on jalen ramsey because um played against the seahawks he clamped Yo. dk metcalf he absolutely clamped him and uh uh, I know he did well against Allen Robinson when he played him. Uh, Terry McLaurin, I'm pretty sure he clamped him. But J.C. Jackson, I feel like stepping into that number one corner role with, with Gilmore's absence and leading league in interceptions, uh, you know, maybe a Patriots bias, but excuse me, yeah. bias, but J.C. Jackson's going to win it for me. Yeah, so unfortunately, going to have to pick J.C. Jackson as well. I think it's just that, I mean, we're watching the game, so we get to see more of, like, the plays he makes. Like, we don't see the highlights of these other players aren't all, like, the tips that they make. It's more the picks and other things. So, I think that definitely helps, and that's probably why we're all picking him. But Yeah. No, and I will say, um, pretty sure it was a game against the Bills. He, I, I watched him. He made a crazy good pass breakup to stop a touchdown. Then I think he got burned and allowed a touchdown. Oh, then he yeah. ended up getting. Then he ended up getting an interception. I and that was against that. Diggs. Yeah. I was getting yeah. on, and everyone else was like, "Nah, nah, he's has one play." Yeah. In the Jets game, he got straight cooked for a few plays there. He came up clutch in the end and got the got the pick. But yeah. So he like, may get burned, but he'll make up for it with a pick. Yeah, he made up for it. No, sure. Yeah. All right. Are we good with that one? Yes. Unanimous. Best QB wide receiver duo. This is interesting. Uh, so Rogers and Adams, Murray and Hopkins, Wilson and DK, and Mahomes and Tyreek. Hopkins and Murray. Um, like I, I get it. It would make sense to pick like Rogers and Adams because Rogers has been like the best receiver and Roger. Or I mean. Excuse me. Adams has been the best receivers and Rodgers is throwing to him. But I feel like as a duo, it's like Hopkins has consistently um, been there for Murray and Murray has consistently been there for Hopkins. So it's like when Hopkins is getting like covered really well or is just not getting open as much, he's being like double covered or shadowed or whatever. Murray's making up for it with like rushing touchdowns or finding other receivers. And then it's like when Hopkins isn't there for – or when Murray – the opposite of that is what I, yeah, you know, that makes me sound like an idiot, but you know what I'm trying to say. I, I think I just, I think it's Hopkins and Murray. All right. I'm going with Hopkins and Murray too, hundred percent. I mean, might be going a little bit with the recency hype here, but I mean, to be able to throw a hail Mary bomb like that and snag it over four defenders. I mean, it's just dope to see. I mean, and I think in general, obviously uh, Hopkins has been racking up catches there and uh, you know, and put the Cardinals and stuff and uh, getting touchdowns. So I think definitely Murray and Hopkins on that so this is a tough one for me because for my mvp i picked kyler murray for my best receiver i picked Devontae adams it's kind of like a split so i guess i'll say rogers and adams just make it different that's fair that's fair but um but i will say though if this was like i don't know qb plus all the weapons and how they're they're working together I would say Mahomes because, like, Mahomes and Tyreek and Kelsey, like, that trio is just so strong. But I'll We're say- talking that. Dude, we're talking like that. I'd honestly say Aaron Rodgers because 
Valdez Scanling has been catching like seventy yard bombs for Rodgers. Yeah, but that's only a couple times. He has the rest of the season. He hasn't been. That's what. That's because Lazard was playing. Tyreek have been true, true. But um. Anyway, yeah, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Yeah. All right, moving on to the heavyweight award. Big the big dogs out here. So we got Aaron Donald, T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, and J.P.P. Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. I think I think he wins this award for me. He's leading the league in sacks. I mean, uh, I was re- like I was con- I was really considering Jason Pierre-Paul because like he's been up there in sacks and he's getting picks. Like I just saw he got a pick the other game. Um, I see him get a lot of TFLs too. So, but I think I think this year's Miles Garrett's year. So I, I take him to win this heavyweight award. I, th- I think I'm going to go with Miles Garrett too. Obviously, he's been getting back there, tackles for loss, blowing up plays for the Browns there. Uh, yeah, I think in general he's just been a dominant force. Obviously, an X factor on that defense. So, hundred percent, I think I'm going with Miles Garrett. Well, this is boring, but I'm going to pick Miles Garrett as well. Yeah, not I, unanimous. I did not think uh, you, you two were going to pick him. But, um, yeah, I guess we could say a little bit of a comeback, you know. Maybe he's a little more mentally stable. Um, not trying to kill other quarterbacks. I mean, just sack them, but not end their lives. Um, moving on. <laughs> the Unplanned Pregnancy, pregnancy Award. <laughs> so we're taking this as um, – it's actually a good thing. Like, oh, an accident, but good, you know? Well, well, it's like the biggest surprise. It's like shock. Biggest uh, surprise, yeah. So we got when someone gets Watt. an unplanned pregnancy, they're shocked. It's like, it's like, whoa, didn't expect that. Yeah, it is. It's surprising. Some people take it poorly. Others take it better. So, uh, so biggest surprise, James Robinson, Robbie Anderson. So we're actually throwing in teams here, too. So we got the Steelers and the Dolphins. So a little bit, little different views here. Okay, um, I'm going with the Dolphins, but it's not. I, I look, it's not because like their record is really good. Uh, well, it's part. That's part of it. Um, I thought they had a really good defense going into this year, and their defense is playing well. But my main shock or surprise with the Dolphins is when they decided the Ben Fitzpatrick. I thought that was a bad move because I thought they did it way too early. I didn't know how good Tua was going to be, and Fitzpatrick was rolling. I'm, I'm a big fan of his. Um, but then on top of that, Tua's like undefeated as a starter and he's playing super well. So that surprised me even more. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that, that was shocking to me. Um, I hope Fitzpatrick can find a home somewhere. Uh, he's been playing, he's been playing really, really good. Um, I wanted him to keep playing, but Tua has been a shock to me. So Dolphins, congratulations. Yeah. Steven, I definitely, I definitely see where you're coming from with that. Honestly, that's a really good choice there. I think I can totally see that with the way they've been doing. Obviously, who would expect them to be making a run like this? I mean, yeah, six and three like in the playoffs. But um, I, I'm still gonna have to go with J.C. Jackson. Honestly, I think that's just my personal take. I think, I think recently he's been breaking out, getting interceptions, leading the league in interceptions. So I think he's been doing great. All right. So what Stove was saying, I guess, um, with the the only thing I disagree with, I guess, is um, how Tua has come in. So I was definitely surprised at when they went with Tua. If 
thought Fitzpatrick was playing very well. And um, I thought they didn't necessarily need to go to Tua that early. But then I think the defense has really been carrying Tua, though. Like, we still haven't seen, like, everything. Fair enough. I don't know. I, it's it's a good decision in the long run, though. So He's we'll still see. holding down the fort. Yeah, yeah. he is. I mean, he's getting dubs. That's what, that's what you want. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to go with the Steelers here. I mean, it is pretty surprising. I mean, undefeated. Kind of crazy. I going into the year, we knew the defense was definitely talented, but offensively, I mean, James Conner, solid running back, uh, Juju, but then Chase Claypool comes out of nowhere and is playing amazing as a rookie. So, yeah, Dante Johnson. Yeah, Dante Johnson. No, I mean another thing about the Steelers to say real quick is like they lost Devin Bush or yeah, Devin Bush, um, who's really he's a stud and um. We still have – there's been no holes with that defense. Yeah. Um, and he's the centerpiece because he's the middle linebacker. But um, – and then Mike Tomlin. I, like, Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Like, he's a really, really good coach. Um, I didn't think he'd be that good. Uh, or I, I didn't think he'd be 9-0 good, but he is. And uh, Roethlisberger's really showing out. He, he hasn't – or he's not as good as he – he's not as good as he once was. I, I you know, obviously, but um, he's been handling the load. Yeah. Yep. Next category, we got fantasy bums. So definitely disappointing guys. So we got Zeke, Kenyon Drake, T.Y. Hilton, and I was just going to throw in Michael Thomas. I get it that it's injury related. So you could also say like Saquon Barkley. So we'll, we'll kind Doesn't of count. Into it, I guess. What do you guys got? Injuries don't count. They, they didn't no, get a chance. Yeah. But um, this one's easy to me. Zeke, dude, like this dude's a top five pick in every fantasy draft, and he's been playing like he was a 80th pick. I don't know, been playing terrible, or especially since Dak went down. When Dak wasn't, when Dak was playing, he was like, I think he averaged like 17 points a game, which is good. It's like that's actually really good, but um, or it's not really good, but it's it's like it's it's dependent. Like you can depend on it. Now he's just been terrible. Um, just hasn't rushed the ball well. Tony Pollard has been going in the games and um, rushing way more efficiently than he is. And I get it because he's like he's the second option, so he has like he's less worried about. But um, when you drafted Zeke, you expected a guy to be nasty throughout the entire season, like Kamara or Cook, um, and you just didn't get that. Yeah, so I drafted Zeke. That was an L for sure. So I'm definitely gonna have that might be a little bit of bias there because me personally, but I'm gonna have to go with Zeke too. I mean, I think that's just a bust. I mean. Obviously, without Dak and being able to pass the ball well, it's kind of obvious they're going to run the ball in a lot more situations there. So I think it's a lot more predictable, and it's easy to clamp up Zeke and the running backs on Dallas. But still, regardless, I think it's a bust. I mean, yeah, dude, yeah. and the O line is like they're losing that. Like yeah. a couple of years ago, they had the nat like nastiest O line. Now they're losing everyone. Mm-hmm. It's just, the team's in shambles. I'll just mention quick on Zeke how when Dak went down. Like, everyone expected, like, his workload would just go up and he'd be amazing. The team was back, you know? But yeah. Obviously, hasn't been the case. I'm actually going to go with uh, Kenyon Drake here. Just because I remember before the fantasy season, before the season, I was, like, doing a little research, you know, getting ready. And everyone was saying, take Kenyon Drake high. Take him high. So, I, I think a lot of people got uh, got screwed picking Kenyon Drake. And he's just been disappointing. I still, I still try to trade for him almost, 
halfway into the start there, but um, definitely wasn't worth it. Yeah. I mean, he had one, he had one big game. He, what are you saying? Yeah. Yeah, he had the one. But um, his backup's been playing. Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Dude, the, the last two years, like, I swear, he's just, like, he, he's played the starting role for, like, a couple of games, and he's been not that good. But when he's the backup, he's, like, insane. I, I don't know what yeah. it is. But, um, yeah, Kenny and Drake's fair. He's a lot of attempts, you know, but he just isn't utilizing them that well, I guess. But T.Y. Hilton's been terrible. That's just, I don't even know. Rivers is not, he just doesn't, they don't have a connection at all. Yeah, anyway. one thing, I, I think people weren't expecting him as high as Zeke and Kenyon. That's the only thing. That yeah. Think. Right. Um, so, <laughs> the Waiver Shaggy Snaggy Award. Shaggy Snaggies. Shaggy Snaggy Award. Um, so, these are obviously waiver picks. Uh, this is like, I guess in most leagues, this would be the case. So, we got Damian Harris. James Robinson, Travis Fulgham, and Miles Gaston. Um, this one seems fairly obvious. Because, um, I mean, he was nominated for the Forrest Gump Award. He was available in most leagues. James Robinson. Um, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. And he was on the waivers, I think, in most leagues. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But if, if, if I, I, I'm like, I don't know 100% if he was on the waivers in every league. But if not, than Miles Gaskin, just because like the value, it's like running backs are more valuable than receivers in fantasy. So, um, but this one easily would go to James Robinson. Um, if we were wrong about amount of waiver wires he was on in leagues, then Miles Gaskin. I know he definitely was. Yeah, I'm going with James Robinson too, 100. I think this should be kind of unanimous almost. I mean, yeah. I feel like he's on them waiver wires, and you know, just picking him up. Uh, I feel like he's been doing great. You know, I feel like that's a nice pickup for any team at any point in the season. So that's good for the teams who picked him up. 100%. Um, so I have to give respect when respect is due. James Robinson, been a beast. But I would like to say two honorable mentions. So Damian Harris, I actually picked him up off the waivers. Very happy with that. But he's actually, I think it was, um, he has 400-plus yard rushing games. And that's like third in the league, which was pretty surprising to me. So um, even like he hasn't played that much because the backfield in New England is shaky. A lot of guys there. But um, and then I'll also say because tight end is like that position that is so hard in fantasy that there's a lot of guys who are okay, but you want that next level guy. So actually Gronk. He's been stepping it up lately. He's got a touchdown pretty much every game in the last, like, five weeks or something like that. I also picked him up, so I'm running with the waivers here. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, with Gronk, I, I think he was drafted in most leagues. Yeah. Um, relatively highly, honestly. But um, he, he, he played terribly in the beginning of the year, so yes. most teams generally dropped him. So, yeah. Or not all, but most teams, I think, did. All right, um, next one. Oh, Professional Chokers Award. <laughs> so, obviously, we have the Falcons, uh, the Chargers, Vikings. What is this? Oh, Donald Burham. Barham. Barham. And Panthers. 
Yeah. Um, I guess I guess Parham and Chargers kind of go as one, but and I'm tempted to go with them. Uh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about with Parham, Chargers, I forget who they're playing against, but he had an or he had a catch in his hands, game winning fourth. I think it was fourth down, game winning or last play of the game in his hands, and he like let go like or loosened up his grip and it went out like the last second and they lost. Um, but this one's this, I think this one will be unanimous. The Falcons, they've been up like 17 points, uh, in, like multiple games and they've blown all the leads. They, they, nothing else to say. They, they just have a, they have some, something around their neck and it's constantly applying pressure every single game. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to go with the Falcons here, too. I mean, obviously, blowing those leads, bro. I mean, the team just collapses. I mean, obviously, they get good production, honestly, at times offensively. Yeah, they do. They do. just collapses completely. A whole team. I don't know. Obviously, it's a coaching thing. Uh, Partly that. Partly the players, personnel. They just got to work on it. I mean, that's one of the reasons they're rebuilding right now. So, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, obviously, I think they're the biggest chokers in the league, 100%. Yeah. So, it's unanimous. I'm picking Falcons as well. Um, we've talked about them a lot, I feel like, on the show yeah. already, but um, just because it doesn't make so much sense. Like, you just, it's a good roster. Your offense is stacked. Plenty of, plenty of talented guys on the teams. It's probably mostly the defense, but, um, yeah, just be very disappointed if I was a Falcon fan. I know, and Matt Ryan can still throw the ball, bro. Like, it's not yeah. like – very accurate. I mean, he still has deep balls in him. He can throw accurate, bro. It's just it's just a matter of, I don't know, it just collapses at a point in the game and down from there. Yeah. And it was so, – part of it was coaching to blame at the beginning of the season, but yeah. – I, yeah, I don't know. Falcons. Disappointing. All right. This is actually probably the most interesting of all of them. Might have some debating here. The biggest pony award. So this is teams who are in the playoff hunt, but maybe shouldn't. So we got the Bears, Raiders, Bills, Dolphins, Pittsburgh, and Browns. A lot of choices there. Chris, you go first. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Bills 100%. I think they're a letdown, bro. I'm not I'm not riding with this team. I'm not riding with this team. They get – Josh Allen, I think, threw two picks against the Titans, and they looked horrible. And I don't, and it, I think that was the game in the rain in Buffalo. I'm not going to hear it's raining in Buffalo, and that's an excuse. I'm not making excuses for them. That's 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 a playoff team right there, a contender team. They're playing, and they they can't compete. They, I think they lost by two or three touchdowns. So I don't know what happened, but that's something. And then I think obviously they, I think they won by eight to the Jets. I mean that. I mean I guess the Patriots won by three to the Jets. So I mean. But still, I think I think if, you, if Bills are a contender and they win by eight to the Jets, it's not, I don't know, it's a one-touchdown game, you know, one-possession game there. I don't know. I don't trust the Bills. I do not trust the Bills. I think they're, I think they're a phony team. No. No. Like, Josh Allen is like a – he's a really good quarterback. <laughs> he's a really, really good quarterback. I get it. He has some slow games at time, I guess. Um, he throws some picks. He makes some bad decisions. But in the end, he, he – they find a way to win. And Titans, bad game. They just got absolutely obliterated. There's nothing to say there. They, the team as a whole played terribly. The Cardinals lost. That, they played well the entire game. It was just no, no, no. The Cardinals, the Cardinals you know what I mean? Fair. No, the Cardinal one is fair. 
The that Jets was a good won. throw by Allen, too, to put him in that position. To that was an insane throw. That won me my fantasy game. They, no, they did definitely. They, they kept him there. But um, the Jets game, it's like, all right, it was raining. And I get it. Allen, like, they played terribly and it was raining. Um, Allen should have played better. The team as a whole should have played better. But like you said with the Patriots game, the Jets were winning the entire game and Joe Flacco was playing. It wasn't even Sam Darnold. But even still in that Jets game, I think they held him to one touchdown maybe or I don't even know. Yeah, it was a touchdown, I think a field goal or something like that. A little yeah. more. And, yeah, and um, um, I get, that game was just – they probably treated it like a practice and – I don't know. The kicker would put but it. But now, on but now remember. But now remember, they barely beat the Patriots too. If that wasn't for stripping Cam Newton on that run, I don't know. The Patriots could have easily beaten them too. It's I don't know. They're not. Yeah, but the thing is, these teams are so the Titans are out of the playoffs right now. Patriots are out of the playoffs, and they probably won't get in. Um, Cardinals, they won't have to play unless they're in the Super Bowl. And right. Then, who's the other team they lost to? The Titans. No, third team. They lost Titans and Cardinals. And yeah, I think they lost. Uh, let me see. But I will say they had one game against. Um, I I forget who. Uh, excuse me, I'm forgetting who. Okay, who, yeah, the the Chiefs. The Chiefs. They got ran all over. That was horrible. That they was got, in a rain. That was in the rain. Uh, dude, quit with the rain. Quit with I, the I rain. know he's just not as good as the rain. Yeah, but no, I'm not going with this rain. I, look, that's no excuse. But I feel like it. Um, when they play in the playoffs, I feel like they won't have to play in the rain as much. Um, okay. yeah, like, sure, but, but listen, all right, that Chiefs game, um, bad game. But I'm saying it's not like I'm not. It's not like I'm saying the Bills are the best team in the world. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I mean I, don't I think can back you up here though. Like I mean, we all saw Tampa Bay get obliterated by the Saints. But do I think Tampa yeah. Bay is still a contender? Yes, of course. Yes, like, bad right. game. They have bad games, so it's just yeah. say about the Bills, I guess. No, and then I, I think it was against the Panthers early in the season. Allen put on an unbelievable game-winning drive to win the game. Like, he, he like, was perfect. Yeah, um, he's capable of coming back. And yeah, he's he's elite in my eyes. But um, I think my biggest surprise, or what, what was the award called? The phonies? Um, yeah. My, my biggest phony might have to go to the Raiders because it's like, dude, this team is – Josh Jacobs and friends on on offense at least, and it's like they're six and three. <laughs> they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs. Um, Who did they beat this week? They uh, man, forgetting everything. Oh, they beat Denver. Denver, right? Denver. Okay. They yeah, they, yeah, they destroyed Denver. Yep. But um, I mean Josh Jacobs, like Derek Carr, like is subtly, like very subtly, just yeah, winning games, and he's not. Oh. It's not even like he's playing extremely well. Like he's yeah. not throwing a ton of touchdowns. He's not throwing for a lot of yards. They're just somehow getting it done. Yeah. Um, and if they do make the playoffs, I think they're getting bounced in the first round. I don't even think uh, Josh Jacobs has played that well recently either. Oh, he has. He had like two t- or yeah, he had a couple of touchdowns last oh. game. Well, I know that like the past couple of weeks he yeah. But I feel like everything with the Raiders is just going under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a under talked about team, but um. I'm gonna pick Pittsburgh Steelers. So the only yeah. <laughs> only undefeated team. I know, right? I know. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, they haven't had the toughest schedule. Um, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like I, I just don't understand. And but if I if I picture the Steelers versus I don't know, like 
bunch of other teams I have them winning. Like, there's just no way. Who winning? They play the Chiefs. Like, I don't know. I mean, look, they play the Ravens, and they destroyed the Ravens, and they're going to play the Ravens again, and I think it's going to be the same outcome. Um, oh, I think they play the Packers coming up. That'll be interesting. I think it's around Thanksgiving. They that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. Wasn't the Pittsburgh um, Ravens game was close? It was like a last second. No, that was – you might be thinking of the Cowboys. The Cowboys somehow stayed in it. That, yeah, that was a close game. But who – that was with Prescott, right? No, no, that was that was with the what's his name? Oh yeah, no, that was with. Uh, no, that wasn't yeah. Danucci, was it? Oh, it might have been Danucci. The goat. Yeah. Oh, I'm forgetting. <laughs> the goat. Yeah, for sure. Oh, all right, all right, all right. So I have this schedule pulled up. All right, we'll go through it. So they beat the they beat the Giants. Um, they beat the Broncos by five, Texans by seven, um, Eagles by nine, obliterated the Browns, Titans Titans by three. Um, Ravens by four and Cowboys by five and then obliterated the Bengals. So it's like Steelers are capable of winning the close. No, but it's like they're winning the close games. Um, winning the close games. I could go either way, though. Like I don't know. It's Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, that's fair enough. But um, I think to say that the, the phony of the playoffs is that's – But you know what, though? But you know what? It comes down to the fact that when they're 9-0, and the last team to do that was the 2015 Panthers with Cam and MVP. So the, the, it's been a while. It's been a while. So you got to give them credit where credit is due. They're 9-0 and regardless. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like – To go this far so far? Uh, you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean – I think they're probably the worst undefeated team. Oh, okay. I see what you said. Yeah, I mean – I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, when you have a team, like when you have other, like the teams like Bears, or I guess we shouldn't say the Bears because the Bears have just been losing every game. But when a team like that is in contention, I guess, or if a team like the Browns are in contention compared to the Steelers where they are, it's like, come on. Like if you're 9-0, and you're not that big of a phony. Right. But like, no, because it's like that team's good. Like that's like a good team. If it was like, yeah, it was a team like the, I don't know, some other team, like – Steelers are very capable. Like, they just had an off year last year because they didn't have Ben Roethlisberger. I'm sure it would be a similar outcome to what it is this year. I mean, let's be honest. Can we can we really count out Tomlin in any coaching battle at this point? Like, no. Yeah, it, it, that's that's one thing that's regardless. He's going yeah. to keep doing the game. So, we'll see. I mean. I just yeah. can't see them winning against the other contenders. Yeah, like I know who? it's true. Like who? I can't, I can't see them being Kansas No, who? Name, name the teams. Kansas City. I could never All right, Kansas City. All right, what else? What else? Well, who would they have to play? Like, um, Bills. Um, yeah, Bills. Bills Ravens. Um, what, Raiders, Dolphins, and uh, some other team? I could see them beating all of those teams. And I see a close game with the Chiefs. See a close game with the Chiefs? I do. Oh, I do. Really? I do. Wow. I mean, then again, remember, I mean, Tom. Bro, Steelers keep pretty... games close. They keep the games close. And if they're not blowing them out, then they're keeping it close. It's got to be the defense that's going to keep them in that one. I mean, they don't even have Devin Bush. True. Right. I don't even think you can – you can't. In a playoff game, Mahomes is going to get what he wants. What it is. He's got too many options. He'll, he'll get it done. Right. Let's move on. That was, that was last uh, – Oh, it was? Category. Yeah. All right. That's it. Right. Mid-season awards, NFL. Um, 
so we'll probably do this again um predict or doing like end of the season awards um maybe judging the ones nfl picks and then doing our owns with similar categories but um yeah so this is it this is the face cam um i hope you guys enjoy it um let us know this will be on youtube if you're listening to this on any other platform this is on youtube Check us out at Toss the Rock Podcast. Well, hold on on Instagram at Toss the Rock Podcast on YouTube, Toss the Rock Podcast. If you're listening to anything else, look us up anywhere. Give us a follow, subscription, um, and we hope you boys enjoyed or anyone who's listening enjoyed. Um, all right, that's it from us. Peace. Uh, peace, boys. Peace.